Kia ora, kia ora nā, talo falava. Welcome to the Touch Project podcast. My name is Pat. Good to have you with us along for the latest edition of the series. Let's just get straight into it, shall we? Actually, just before we get straight into it, I just want to take uh, just a very brief moment, if you'll indulge me in a few seconds, just to say thank you. Thank you for listening, because it would, uh, as it would seem... As it would seem, there are quite a few people that uh, are finding this uh, podcast uh, somewhat interesting, uh, if the numbers are anything to go by. So look, I just want to just say thanks to uh, everybody who has uh, taken the time to get amongst the the potty action. That's potty with D's, not T, because we don't want to be hanging out at the potty. Uh, Let's get into it, eh? Uh, This is a conversation with a friend of mine. Her name is Shah, or Charlotte. Uh, Shah Davis, who essentially has done everything there is to do in touch in New Zealand. She's played for the uh, Touch Blacks. Uh, She's played for the NRL Touch Premiership, the Warriors sign. She was the captain of the very first uh, female Warriors squad that took part in the competition last year. She was part of our Monaco Raiders franchise for the Premier Touch League, and she has consistently been been at uh, a very elite level in terms of representative footy in New Zealand for Counties Monaco and for the Bullets Touch Club and as I say in this podcast and anyone who knows touch knows that Bullets woman back to back to back to back just the if if yeah there's just really no need to explore that any more than just the word goat so it was really cool to have Shah on for all of those reasons but most importantly too uh, Shah's just a really beautiful spirit and uh, there's uh, there's few people in the touch community that will that will allow their actions to articulate what their mind is thinking and what their mouth wants to be saying I'm certainly not one of those people <laughs> but um, but Shah really is and, and she'll smash it on the field and just give you that look but today it was really cool to uh, to get her to open up and, and have a bit of a conversation and, and it was um, it was really cool to, to sit down and have a yarn, albeit through the phone. So click play, enjoy this one, share it with your friends and whanau. This is Charlotte Davis from Aotearoa to the world. This is The Touch Project. Kia ora. What's happening, Sha? How are you, my friend? Good, man. How are you? I'm very well. You're, you're, you're coping on the lockdown. It's been a week now. Yeah, no, um... Pretty pretty good. I'm um, sort of loving the uh, slow life, to be honest. So <laughs> making the most of it. Uh, the the family are right though. You guys are coping. Um yeah, I I live with my partner, so I just keep in touch with my mum and dad when I can. I can't yeah. go over to visit them like I normally do. Yeah. It's been a crazy little like coming out of uh, out of the, the the touch season. I guess it's um rest is cool. I guess in a way you kind of just got to look at it differently. Yeah. Um. Last year was actually quite of a long season. You know, we had. Obviously, we had nationals, and then some of the touchies had um, World Cup, and then obviously mm. some of them went straight into the Warriors season. Yeah. And then not long after that, it was um, straight into PTL. So um, it was a bit of a long season for touchies, which I think um, it was a bit of a, I don't know, sort of heading in the right direction of how we wanted to play touch all around, just like the Aussies. I know. Um, but then, yeah, but then um, this is sort of, I guess, a blessing in disguise to look after yourselves and, um, yeah, just spend time with loved ones. Kind of funny when you think about it, because I guess we are getting to that point now where we, you could almost say that we because we, we cram it all into that short space of time, as opposed to Aussies have good weather all year round or whatever. So yeah. um, you know they kind of have the whole twelve month period to kind of roll some stuff out. Whereas you know we've got to go to take advantage of the sun. So back to back to back to back campaigns, and then you you take a week to recover from Fakatani, some of you fellas too. So <laughs> it's um it's it's a it's a long period of time to be a touchy these days. Yeah, definitely. Um, does take a toll on the body uh, physically mm. and mentally. I think sometimes us touchy sort of wonder why we do it, but then I think it's 
um, the sort of the friendships that create and um, just also the physical side of things that keeps you fit and probably sort of carry on doing it oh, no. let's um let's get into the potty though my friend like i was i was really stoked to to see that you uh you you liked some of the stuff that we were posting online <laughs> and i thought this is the best invitation ever to just uh press the shah to jump on and um i've always just appreciated your spirit and camp you know seeing you navigate around things with you know with the raiders and um you know i've seen you hang out with the with the bullets girls and it's always cool to just have a yarn with some of our counties uh whanau and get you on it's funny because being the counties that i thought oh everyone would stick their hand up from out south but at the moment you're the only one from from uh counties monaco that's jumped on the podcast so i appreciate you uh flying the flag for us kazzy no no worries appreciate being here it's it's um the your your story let's go let's go way back when was your first touch experience i know like is there there's an autada uh club team in there somewhere that take you right back to the beginning eh? uh yeah so i originally started playing for the uh autada jammers my dad um used to work there as like a um sort of community team programmer at the recreation center and they had like a um under 13 autada jammers and i said to my dad hey, can I play? And he goes, yeah, whatever, sign up. And then from there, I sort of just began to play touch at East Tamaki module. Mm. Um, I think my sort of first um, touch memory that cemented it for me was when I played um, played for Monodio High. Uh, we went to secondary school girls in 2010, and we um, managed to win that one, which was a real um, highlight for me. It sort of cemented that I wanted to uh, sort of excel in the sport. Mm. Um, sort of cool to, you know, to be able to do it with the girls that you see basically five days a week, maybe even six days. And, um, yeah, no, it was just an unreal experience. It's, it's funny, eh, because it, regardless of how sort of high on that, you know, high-performance spectrum people get, every person I talk to always reverts back to, oh, yeah, it was a secondary school's campaign or it was a, it was a, I played um, I played a fuckers one year or, or like you always go back to that where the genesis of your touch journey always stems back to, oh, it was something in Kura or I was I was chilling in the community or whatever and that's obviously the case with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know, I think there was just a little spark when, when we won that final because uh, we played Papua New Girls High. Um, I think there was like, Janelle, Kavanaugh, Nair, Chelsea, and um, they, they were obviously the hot favourites because they um, hit Pop Kura the year before, and so for us to get one up on them, it was a real, oh, man, it was an awesome experience. Mm. I still remember it like it was yesterday, to be do, honest. Do you still sort of channel that vibe when you're in, in high-pressure situations where you think, oh, yeah, I've got to show some you know, endurance to get through this, do you go, oh, let, let, let's just cast the mind back, Sharda, back when we cracked it at secondaries? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I've been in a lot of um, high-pressure um, experiences, you know, I always haven't come out on, on top and I sort of uh, have learned from those experiences as well. Um, I think that the year before that we played mixed and we um, yeah. sort of didn't make the final. We were the favourites and I sort of was the person that led in the, the try on the drop-off. Yeah. And um, from there I was sort of like, oh, do I really want to play this game? Yeah. This game went into girls and sort of found my little fire back in. Yeah. Yeah, look at me now. <laughs> yeah, well, Loving the game. Uh, high, you know, peaks and peaks and lows. I guess you, you've got to you got to hit the bottom before you can ascend to the top. I guess I've, I've heard someone yeah. flash say that. I don't know if I just made that up, but um, <laughs> well, I guess it's. But as you say, you've you've had some really amazing experiences within the game. It's just, I guess, let's walk through some of the significant moments for you, just in terms of your uh, touch career. Some of the things where you've where you've thought, bruh, is this real? Yeah, so um, obviously I think touch flex would be um, mm. the highlight for me. Um, 
but not even touch back, just going back towards um, making it an age grade, you know. Um, that, that's a real highlight for me, making uh, being able to play Australia uh, first and foremost, and then when you finally crack the, the open scene, it's just um, um, it's just an unreal experience, and it's something I never take um, for granted or, or lightly. Um, and it's always the pinnacle and something that I always strive for. Um, obviously, the Monaco Raiders, we, um, we touched on that before. Yeah. Um, that was an awesome experience as well. Um, obviously, it's another chance for us touchies to throw the footy around in a competitive environment. You were saying that it was you know, a massive uh, blessing and opportunity that Advanced Sports Trust were able to do that for us. So, um, shot 10 and Graham. And obviously, there was the, the, the Warriors as well. Um, that was probably another big one for um, 2019 season, uh, being able to travel, um, again, play the Aussies. Um, it's always a great experience to play the Aussies as much as we can. Um, yeah, it was just another awesome experience. Big big for you too, being the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first uh, Warriors women's captain. Yeah, that was a um, bit of a shock to me. Um, people know that I'm one of those, I'm more of a doer than a sayer. Mm. <laughs> so um, then obviously I sort of just try to lead for example, we're trying not to say too many words. Uh, people know that I don't like to say a lot, yeah. um, but when I do, um, it's coming from a good place. Um, yeah, I was named captain, and oh, that, that was an unreal experience. Um, it also got me a bit of a ticket to go to the Simon Mannering Awards, mm. which is just cool to be a part of, and just cool to be in a room full, full with the other um, Warriors, men's, women's teams, and um, even to see um, the Touch NZ people there as well. That was awesome. Yeah, I didn't get an invite, so... Um, yeah, oh, sorry, man. I think um, you're my plus one, but didn't <laughs> I, I, I seen, uh, I've seen a few of those uh, familiar faces there. I'll be uh, renegotiating my contract with uh, Touch New Zealand this year to include a ticket to that. But the, I guess equally uh, with, with some of the highlights, and, and I've you know I've said this to most of the players that we've, we've had on the podcast, there's ought to have been some, some kind of challenges where you've thought, ah, oh, rats. Like, I mean... You didn't go to the World Cup. What happened there? Um, obviously, touch is a user pay yeah. sport. And, um, you know, I have no... Um, I've just got to be shut up. Money side is always, is always a big yeah, factor yeah. in touch with it being user pay. And I think I can vouch for a lot of people as well. But I think it's more... Um, it intertwines with just juggling life, you know. Um, just the basic going to work, training, feeling your body, uh, looking after your family, getting your niggles right, finding sponsorships hosting fundraisers, you yeah. know, it all, it all takes a toll on us touchy oh, sometimes yeah. um, physically and mentally. And so sometimes I think we tend to wonder, you know, why, why do we do this? Why do we mm. do this? But again, I go back to my first feel of it's, it's sort of like the friendships you, you create along the journey. Um, I think that's what sort of gets you through. But, you know, money doesn't grow on trees like we all wish. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> I said to, um, I had a yarn with, with Finn about this the other day, actually, when we had a, when we had a chat, and I said, I think what kind of, for me, being in the touch world and getting to see, I, my bill's certainly not as big as your guys, but there's still an investment that you need to make to be a part of the community. And mm-hmm. and so I guess that kind of makes the, the the drink taste a little sweeter at the end of it when you triumph at the end of a campaign and you think, well, not only did I uh, put myself through the training and, and, the, and the, the mental drills to get to where I am right now, but also, man, I bankrolled this whole thing, you know, and, and so therefore... This is my moment. I absolutely deserve to feel like a boss right now. Oh, definitely. You know, um, me and my mates, we always, you know, we always complain about, oh, this costs this much and this costs that much. But then 
at the end of the day, we tend to invest a lot of time and energy into it. So, you know, touch must be doing something mm. um, something good and positive for us. <laughs> We've all got our <laughs> vices, though. Your, your guys just happens to be a sport. In terms of challenges, though, too, like, has, have there been moments where you've, where you've kind of almost hung up the boots or has it never got to that point for you? Um, yeah, so there was one year where I was, um, I think it might have been 2015, um, I think World Cup was in Australia and um, like I was, I was in like the mixed frame at the time and Tony Langos was like to me hey Sha, you keen to, to um, you know try mixed team because obviously I, I played the year before but I was sort of like the sixth girl in the mix which obviously you either play one game or you don't and mm. so that, that sort of said it you know it was sort of a setback for me to be like nah sorry Sorry, Lang is in. Um, I've had a, I've had a chat to them as well to say, and you know, it was nothing against you. It was sort of just more me, mm. and I needed to work on myself and work on, you know, why I thought I was wanting to play such and stuff. So sometimes, you know, um, you might feel like at the time that the break isn't the best thing to do, but that break for me was, was, was perfect. Um, it made me realise, like, you know, what, what I really wanted to do in the game, and I, you know, I sort of wasn't just floating around being humble, just trying to make any team. I sort of made me realise that, you know, I was I wanted to just fit to women's and I wanted yeah. to do as much as I could for the women's game. And so yeah, that sort of that break sort of helped push me to be to where I am in the game at the moment. From a from a player's point of view and because, and you know, I don't know and, and I've asked this question to a couple of people and you kinda of get different answers, but for you uh, playing playing women's to play mix like is there what's the what's the main difference what attracted you more to just focusing on on women's as your lane as opposed to dabbling in in the in the, the mixed situation uh to be honest i like i, pre- I prefer to be on the ball lane. Yeah. i was sort of tired of um you know no, no disrespect to mix because i think that's a that's a whole nother um that's a whole nother game of touch that if you just don't get you just don't get which which you know so big up to the mix because it's, it's a lot of um like for the boys, it's a lot of thinking and um, trying to find mismatches and trying to find the, like trying to just create something. Whereas in um, men's and women's, it's more it's more free flow, which is sort of more more my cup of tea that I like to play and touch. But yeah. at the same time, too, I wanted to be not so much ball in hand, but just more just I don't know involved. And obviously, a mix you were more of a setter or a finisher. Yeah. And I was I was a terrible finisher. You know, I was that I was the one that liked to step back and try to do the dive instead of just finishing off in the <laughs> corner sort of thing. So you're a superstar, Shaz. Yeah. What you're trying to say is, is, uh, is if you like to take center stage, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> uh, basically, but but you know, um, I always play mix. You know, um, with the with crew and everything like that. But going forward, I think yeah, I'll probably just stick to women's. And <laughs> yeah, I think women's is more my cup of tea. You know. But you know, I don't, I don't never suspect the mix because I think that's a that's an awesome game as well, and I think that um, you know, girls should go off there because I did learn a lot. I did learn a lot in the mix game, which helped me to be the player I am in women's as well. As a women's player, you're probably just used to winning, being in bullets. And I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure how many Fakatani back to back to back to back to backs you guys are at at the moment. But what's that culture like, being a part of the the bullets ladies? Um, it's awesome. Eh? We've created a sort of environment where we're where we're Sano basically, um, but at the same time we we uh, drill the ish out of each other, man. Like if we're not doing something right, we can tell it straight straight to your face, and you yeah. won't go and talk behind each other's back, sort of thing. So it's just a sort of an open environment that was created. Um, everyone's always striving to be better than the person next to you, um, and I think that all stem from um, like the OGs, like Jean Marsh, Laurie Nathan, 
Mm. Um, even one of Peter's Kastorota, you know, they, they're the ones that sort of, um, oh, Renee Whitcliffe, they're sort of the ones that cemented it for us at the get-go. We've just got to try and um, push on and keep that legacy going. I've been on the receiving end of a telling off from both Jean and Laurie, <laughs> and I can absolutely attest to, to the fear that you all must feel uh, when you're being told off by them. So now I understand why you guys are, are so successful, because you're probably just scared <laughs> of getting getting your ass kicked from Jean or Laurie. Uh, in a way, but you know, we, we we both we all know that um, it comes from a place, um, from a good place, and they're only just mm-hmm. trying to get the best out of all of us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk coaches, though. Just all, sort of on that note, who are some of the some of the coaches that you've really enjoyed, um, you know, playing for and under, and and uh, what what are some of the things that you've taken from from those exchanges? Um, I, I probably don't think I have a favourite coach without being too biased, um, but I do have a few mentions that. Um, I am pretty grateful for to be able to be under their wing. Um, the first one would be, uh, believe it or not, Guy Barton. You know, Mr. One Meter Behind the Rope. Matua Guy Barton, eh? <laughs> yep. He used to coach me in my 15th grade, which was um, sort of the first year I played County Elite. And, he, man, he was hard. He was a hard man. I, you know, I used to go home sometimes and cry to my dad and be like, do I really want to play this sport? Yeah. <laughs> but I used to keep going back. <laughs> But, you know, looking back, I'm grateful. Um, he he really, you know, drilled um, all the one percenters into us. So it was yeah. getting low in the ruck, clearing it for your scoopers, even just basic things like not dropping the ball, otherwise you'd be doing three-minute shuttles. <laughs> you know, just, just, but just little things like that. And um taught me early that, you know, not getting the basics right, it won't get you anywhere, you know, yeah. won't get you anywhere in this game. He's a good so man. So sort of just cemented that for me. Yeah, very good man. Um, obviously, second mention would be Dean Marsh. Um also my teammate for Bullet Johnny's um, Shores for Tuflex as well. Again, another hard lady, mm-hmm. but, you know, who has absolutely no issue in telling you straight that if you're not doing something right, you're not doing it right. But, yeah. you know, again, comes from a, um, comes from a right place. She She's basically helped me a lot um, along the way of, from me developing from an adolescent to an adult um, in, in, in the touch aspect. So she's obviously another one of my favorite coaches. Um, Lastly, obviously, would be my dad. Um, he's been my coach and personal trainer as soon as I figured out I, I like sport. Um, you know, it always helped me with my trainings outside of team trainings. And he, he would never be too pushy as well, you know. Um, he wouldn't be that sort of sergeant drill, like get up at 5 a.m. and go for a run. He'd yeah. sort of just be there. And when I was, re- I was ready, I was ready. And so I've always been real grateful and appreciative of that too. Yeah, those would be my my three special mentions. And, and, and in terms of um, of players that you've played with over the years, even if it's just at module uh, league and, and also, I guess, Touch Blacks and PTR Warriors, who are some of the players that you've played with and against that you think, yo, if I had a drop off, you'd be in it? Um, so obviously this is going to be, she is going to be like, yo, but um, Kat, you know, my mate Kat, yes. my, my swinger, my, <laughs> you know, she, she, she can do some out, out the gate stuff then. Um, but, you know, in a drop off, she, she looks pretty this evening, but she gave her a ball in open space and she's gone. So she's someone that I can always rely on to sort of finish. Mirirangi Paul, she's, an, she's another one of my ones. She's, she's another out the gate player who pulls random stuff out of her. Can I say bum? Ba- back, po- back pocket, we'll go with back pocket. <laughs> yeah, back pocket there, that's better. Um, those would be my two for a drop off. Um, obviously, there's the likes of Tara Turner who got to play counties um, with us this year. Um, young Triple T girl, mm. man, she's she, she's someone to be reckoned with, man. Yeah. Even even now, you know, we had her in the county frame, and 
sometimes you forget that she's a little 15, 16 year old girl running around and you're talking to her like she's been playing touch for 10, 12 years. Um, so, you know, that's someone who I, I'm looking forward to watching um, grow through the years, man. Uh, can you can we speak a little bit more on uh, on the NRL touch uh, opportunity that you, that you had? Obviously, first captain of the Warriors um, Warriors women's squad, and and I guess the results didn't go the way that you guys would have would have uh, wanted. But uh, overall, just being a part of that inaugural kind of Warriors uh, side for the NRL Touch Premiership, and hopefully we get another go at that. And um, who knows what the future looks like? But let's talk about the present. How cool was that? Oh man, that was an unreal experience. We got to do three, uh, three home games, three away games. Um, but I'll tell you, the away games were, were pretty hard. Uh, I think it was basically a wake up at stupid o'clock, mm. fly over to Australia, and it'll be like about three hours before your game. You, you just head straight to the straight to the stadium, um, sit around and do do whatever it is you needed to do, and then you'd go on stage and play your thirty minute game, and then that was it. And mm. it was sort of just like wow blink and you miss it so you know it was sort of something to to really just um take all in you know when you were there because that first experience of just that 30 minute game and then you blink and it's over yeah um yeah so it was, it was a real um oh man i was just i don't even have any words for it really it was i still look back and i think wow i really played at suncourt stadium type thing you know or wow i really played at mount smart in front of all the in front of all the crowd and and then honestly mount smart was probably my um my favourite, just mm. the, the vibe, like, you know, without sounding um, too biased or anything like that. Um, just, just the vibe there was awesome, mate. Just what, it, um, just what they've created there. That was an awesome experience. Um, Shaky said the same thing, just in terms of the the whole game day experience, kind of like touch is touch, and, and you know, you, you love the sport, and so touch, whether it's at ET or Mount Smart is touch, but the experience of that game day kind of campaign is just another level, eh? Yeah, I think sometimes you have to bring yourself back to earth and just be like, hang on, it's just a game we're playing, you know, mm. so uh, I think we would be all a bit nervous, you know, because we'll be, we'll be warming up inside changing rooms and we're like, what, we've never done this before, where's, where's, our, where's our little 10 metre patch on the grass that we get yeah, to warm yeah, up yeah. on, you know, so so that it was sort of a feeling of being almost even professional for, mm. for a lot of us and, and that was that was sort of, oh man, that was an awesome experience, but we, we sort of had to bring ourselves back into reality and be like, yeah. it's just a game of touch, you know, we just need to, you know, we're just going to play our game and and, and you just showcase what touches, basically. Before you know it, you're back at Gallagher. Yeah, always <laughs> <laughs> well, funky on your mean ass yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um Something that uh, a lot of people may not know about you, my friend, is that you're actually uh, quite a skilled uh, basketball referee too. Oh, uh, yeah, that's something I like to keep in my back pocket. Um, my my cousin Dilly Harris, she's a she's the FIBA referee commissioner at the moment, and she was sort of just like, "What are you doing, Winter?" And I was like not much and they're like okay cool you're riffing and I was like what <laughs> but um, it's, it's just another um, chance for me to just help um, you know the community in any way that I can and get a bit of um, how would you say a bit of, bit of pay mm. in my pocket when I need to um, also, also it just keeps me um, active and you know not not so much fit but just keeps me on my feet yeah. um, through the winter period as well um, but yeah that, that's something I like to keep under wraps thanks Pat <laughs> so oh well I, you know my bad I didn't know that uh, that was a secret no, I just right, uh, right. um, well then I just won't even ask this next question but um, oh you can you can it's well right. my next I guess the segue that I was trying to create there Shah, sorry for making this awkward uh, was that like does the fact that you are a um, secret basketball referee um, you know does that help with your appreciation for how you uh, sort of manage your relationships with referees in touch 
oh, definitely, man. Um, you know, once I've been wrestling basketball for for about three, uh, four years now, and the, you know, I've, along the ways, obviously, I've had a, a lot of uh, feedback, as you feedback as mm, you call it, from mm. um, you know, players and coaches, as you do, and um, you know, it, it sort of just opened your eyes up to to realise that you know, if you're feeling how you're feeling, that why should you make someone else feel that way yeah. at, at the same time, you know? So, you know, I think I've grown a good relationship with Harley and he's, he, he, he's an awesome person as well. And I've sort of just um, asked him now and then on little touch 101s on, on the game and stuff. So I think that, you know, having, being able to wrestle another game, it tends to help you build relationships with um other people in the game as well mm. so yeah that's pretty cool well i mean just while we're throwing people under the bus he was the one that told me that you were the basketball referee so um if you want to get angry at anyone you should just flick him <laughs> a message I'll, I'll, i'm gonna hit him up <laughs> um let's play yes no dunno i'm sure you've heard how this works same three questions okay. that i've asked everybody else just keen on your take on a couple of these uh parts our first question yes no dunno those are your three answers yes no dunno New Zealand should adopt Touch Football Australia's eighth edition rule changes. What do you reckon? Yes, yes. You reckon it's, it's a big good thing? I mean, I was talking to Georgie Finn and, and everybody else about it, and I guess the over, overall consensus seems to be that it'd be a good thing for the game in New Zealand. Yeah, um, I think it'll help massively um, in, in Trans-Tasman um, specifically. Um, there's, there's, you know, when we go into this Trans-Tasman, there's a bit of gray area and some of the some of the calls, and then. You know, some people get pinged on on something on the big stage, and then you go to nationals, and it's not a, it's not a rule. So it's sort of like, huh? Well, why mm, did I get mm. pinged up? And it's not till you sort of, you know, dwell and do your research that you realise that we've got our two separate um two separate rulings. Yeah. Why are, are, I still haven't asked that question? So, but but it'll be you know something something good to to implement over here. Yeah, I'm sure they're working on it. Um, yes, no, don't know. Touch is better today as a result of Uffy. Yes. I'll say so. Yes, as well. Any examples of of where Uffy is has been great for for you and your in your bubble and uh, touch? I, I think I was heading to more towards um sort of just making the atmosphere at sort of like a touch nationals or something. Um, just being people being a bit more um you know grateful and just uffing the refs and uffing the people that you know um or do all the behind the scenes type of yeah. stuff. You know, I think I think it's good that you guys get that get that sort of um, how would I say it? Just support and you know, just recognition that you guys are doing all this hard, all the stuff behind the scenes, so that us guys can just get out and run a muck on the field, you know, yeah. type of thing. Teamwork makes the dream work, Shah. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> and uh, my final yes, no, don't know question. Don't let me down on this one, Shah, because I got I got faith in your answer. Are you ready? The question is. Touch New Zealand should really roll out some new two-minute music. What do you reckon? Oh, man, I think no way. <laughs> well, thanks for your time. Um, <laughs> no, no. You like it, though? Like, um, I think I've just got so accustomed to it, eh, that um, so it's sort of like when I'm standing on the final field type thing, I always picture and then I, like, I'm always pre, you know, preempting myself, and then when I get yeah. on the field, I'm like, oh, yep, there's the two-minute, oh, yep, I know, I know how long I've got to go sort yeah. of thing, so... I don't know. I, I prefer to keep it, but I mean, okay. there, there might be some people in the mm-hmm. younger generation that would want to change it. <laughs> no, well, the young people don't make all the all the calls at the, at the table <laughs> above, so looks like we're keeping it. That's fine. I'll see how we go with the, my next interview. Um, no, I appreciate your time today, Shah. Thank you so much for hanging out and, and having a yarn, and, and uh, always good to catch up, my mate. No, no worries. Appreciate um, you having me on here. Thank you so much. Put the call out. Who do you reckon we should get on next? Um, hmm. I'm going to say Taya. 
Taya, uh-huh. eh? Let's get yep. Taya on. Taya. And I could learn how to say her name. Is it, is it Antonovic or Antonovic? Yeah. Antonovic. It's the Chihay. Next minute you ask her, and it's like, it's Antonovic. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how to see if Tay answers the call. For now, though, thank you so much for your time, my friend. You look after yourself, stay safe, and we'll catch up with you when uh, the world heals. Yeah.